Hey guys, welcome back and today we're going to spend some time to talk about early retirement because, you know, it's a topic today, right? Everyone is um, talking about it or at least it's a pretty common topic. Like there's a whole movement around this like FIRE, right? Financial independence, retire early. It's very popular in the West. Uh, it's catching on. Uh, like I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You know, it's it's catching on here, like on fire. Ah, ha, ha. But anyway, yes. I personally find uh, most people's idea of early retirement to be pretty scary, you know, because there's this thought about like, you know, I need to have so much money and all these passive income that I don't need to work anymore. I can do whatever I want with whoever I want, wherever I want, you know, or some people even was the one to do anything. I just want to make so much money and, you know, leave my job. And uh, it's a bit of a problem. Good morning, everyone. I welcome you to another day with the Financial Coconut. In our podcast, we'll be debunking financial myths, discovering best financial practices, discussing financial strategies that fits our unique life. You get it. Ultimately empowering us to create a life we love while managing our finances as well. And today, we're going to explore this very, very on-fire topic called early retirement. And I'm going to share with you three healthy early retirement tips. Okay, welcome back. And early retirement is this one topic that is like going viral, right? Everyone is talking about it and there's all sorts of ways to interpret this idea of early retirement. And I do think that generally there's two camps of people in this space. There are those that are, you know, trying to make so much money and, and stop doing anything and do nothing, right? There, there, there's that camp, which uh, I find extremely unhealthy, right? Because you're clearly not enjoying your life and work, you know, but instead of addressing those questions head on, right? Which you subscribe to this idea of like making more law, right? So it's, 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 it is just an extension of I need more money to solve my problems. But the extension goes so far as I need to make so much to retire from this shit, and so people in this camp will end up biting the bullet and, you know, just focus on gathering all the money and live the shit show. But they end up becoming super susceptible to all your fake gurus trying to sell you a course, you know, and your inner struggles with your lives, right? You know, like your social awkwardness, your insecurity, your inability to accept authority, which, which are some of the problems that I used to face. Uh, maybe now I still, you know, uh, find some of these things challenging. We, we can talk about it another time. But, all these problems will not be solved just by focusing on making a lot of money and passive income and retire from work, right? They will get spilled over into other aspects of life. So personally, I find that this is the major camp that is out there. Like a lot of people, when they talk about early retirement, this is their thought, which is to make so much money or create passive income so they don't need to work. Right? And I find this extremely unhealthy. I don't agree with this camp. I mean, you don't need to look very far, right? Just need to go downstairs to the Kopitiam. You see the uncle aunties down there, right? And many of them are pretty cash rich, you know? They work for all these years and they have gathered all their money, all their capital and, you know, they sit down there and complain, 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 complain about everything, right? So to me, that is not 
a, a great way to retire, right? So there's the other side, you know, the other camp of early retirement, which honestly are the kind of people that, you know, are focused on finding the life they can love, you know, and while managing their finances as well. And w- when I look at it, this is a healthier way of retirement. You, you think a little bit like, you know, sportsmen retiring from their competitive sport. Right, you know how a lot of these sports people have they are forced to retire, right? They they are no longer as competitive after 35, after 40, they have to shift to go into other ways of life, right? So they end up going into things like modeling or they go into becoming social influencers or they go further studies and you know transform their career into another thing, right? So they're essentially retiring from sports. And I think that is a healthier way to see early retirement, which is to find something else that you can love and, you know, have a deeper understanding of yourself. And then you move on into this life that you can love, right? Rather than this whole idea of making so much, you know, and having having all these and, you know, no need to do anything or, or then find a way to do something else. So in my view, essentially a healthy early retirement is when you are able to find a life you can love and manage your finances well and shift over into that that way of life. Right? And to me, that is a beautiful way to retire because you finally you know, embrace something that you love and understand you know, uh, yourself a lot better. Like I actually really like doing this whole podcast, setting up all these different content. And, you know, sometimes I will, you know, we have a small team. Some of us, most of us are volunteers. We are not making money. But, you know, sometimes I'll complain, wow, very headache, a lot of work. Man, this this content is so difficult to churn, you know. Uh, But, you know, deadlines aside, you know, all these kind of creative stress aside, fundamentally when I look at it, I do enjoy what I do. And uh, I'm happy doing what I do, right? And and to me, this is kind of like after years of exploration, I finally found something that I like. You know, I can foresee it as part of my life for an extended period of time. And, you know, I can manage my finances well with this way of life. And to me, that is me finally searching, finally finding kind of my way of a healthy early retirement. And so my first tip, you know, to attaining this quote-unquote healthy early retirement is bring your expenses to a basic level and build from there again. So I think in a natural progression, there's an inevitable consumption decline, right? And it means as we age, we just consume less. Lah. You cannot be high tilao every week when you're 80 years old, right? Cannot be like what always traveling and going around. And you know, um, honestly, it's it's it, it looks impossible, lah, physically impossible. And so you inevitably will consume less. Yeah. The only thing that probably keeps going up is your bills, lah, huh? like your medical bills, that is like your killer. But that aside, I I think we're talking about consuming, you know, not 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 on monetary terms, but just on pure consumption, going out, the, the number of times you go out, the number of times you feast, the number of beer you drink, they all will decline over time as we age. So we definitely consume less. So for most people, right, when they when they work for 40 years and they gather their surplus and they live off their excess, which is their surplus for 20 years, you know, that should be relatively easy. Right, because you have more time to work than you have time to quote unquote retire, right? Or not be so bothered about finances. Uh, but when you want to shorten this hustle period uh, of 40 years, you know, many try 101 ways uh, and they try to like make alternative income or they try to uh, focus on exponential income, yeah, which which most will end up becoming caught in all these kind of scams and you know fake guru traps. 
I personally think that if you want to shorten your retirement uh, preparation period, you really got to spend some effort, you know, looking at your expenses. And that's not to say that you shouldn't spend money or you cannot spend and you got to be like extreme cheapskate, you know, so that you can retire early. But in my view of uh, early retirement, which I feel like I've did it, lah, huh? it's I want to be able to work on maximum satisfaction, which means I want to be able to spend on things that matters to me. Rather than the common narrative of, you know, I need to buy a house, I need to buy a car, I need to get this, I need to get that. Because that is the social narrative. And that's the social narrative that's paddled out there. But if you don't like it, then there's a very good chance why you want to shift your life away, right? If you like it, then why would you be considering retiring from that narrative and trying to shape a different way of life? So clearly, you, you, don't, you don't like it as much. So you want to revisit a different way of life. And in this process, you got to revisit all these kind of quote-unquote social norms, right? You got to try to challenge yourself in terms of finding out what you actually need and how much you need, you know, to meet all these different needs, how little you can spend on food, how little you can spend on traveling, how little you can spend on having fun with your friends. And from there, you will have a much clearer idea of like, oh, actually, I like to read some books, right? Okay, then you can step up your satisfaction from, you know, by having more budget for books. You can step up your satisfaction because you, you enjoy having new experiences. So you have set a budget for experiences, you know, every week or something like that. The whole idea is to take this as a challenge to bring down your expenses and then revisit what you like and restructure your way of spending on money based on what you actually love. Don't just think of, you know, I need to buy a house or I need to go to the bar or I need to, you know, whatever. Because the central idea is that expenses is a lot easier to control than your income. And because you're going to retire, you're going to fade away from the income that you're used to. One of the easiest things that you, you know, have control is your expenses, right? And if you can keep your expenses relatively low, then you're a lot more nimble and you your chances of you know, early retirement is way higher. Not that you can't if you have big expenses, just that the chances are relatively lower, right? Because, you know, to sustain a $10,000 a month kind of way of life or $5,000 a month way of life, uh, you need to work a $5,000 income or $10,000 income. And those income inevitably has certain expectations of how much you need to come in and what you need to do. And they're only in a few sectors, lah, for like a better way to put it. Or you need to have a lot of surplus. You need a big bulk of uh, capital to then be able to invest and make that kind of returns. So if your expenses are so high, then it greatly reduces your chance or your ability to retire early. Right, and that, that is my view. Uh, of course, it doesn't mean that you cannot focus on making more money or increasing you know, your employability or trying to find different ways of making income. Those things are, are important too. But personally, I feel the realistic way of doing it is to really revisit your expenses. Even if you're not trying to retire early, but if you're trying to retire early, right? my experience tells me that yeah, it is much easier to work on your expenses. So bring your expenses to the basic level and re-understand yourself, then build back your expenses. Which brings me to point number two, and that is to explore different ways of life. Don't sit there and dream, okay? I really think a lot of people sit there and dream. Lah. It's like, oh, I want to retire, I want to retire. Retire on what? Don't know, leh. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back shortly after a word from our sponsor. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. 
Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So explore different ways of life, right? And I bring you back to the sportsmen, right? Essentially, most of the sportsmen, they I like to use them because they are one of the best specimen to look at when it comes to early retirement because they are forced to do it. All right, so when they are trying to fade out from their professional athlete career, they are already exploring, you know, modeling, being a coach, you know, trying a different, a whole different career path out of sport, and they take it in a more systematic, you know, uh, way. And there's the inevitability of their sector, so I think they have already built a lot of structures to help all these sportsmen to retire from competitive sport. But we could learn from them, right? So while you are working your current job, while you are doing whatever you're doing at this point in time, and you know that hey, actually this way of life is not really my thing, don't sit there and dream and think of something else and hope that one day you know I can retire, because you want to work on it, right? So while you're working your banking job, I think a lot of people work in the bank. They really want to quit, okay? Or your auditing job, you know? So because these are my friends, ah, uh, a lot of them are in this sector. So, um, not against banking or auditing per se, but okay, let's say you are in a banking, okay? You're a banker and you want to quit your banking life. So what do you do? You don't sit there and you know, um, hope that you will have a different way of life or hope that you will think of a different way of life. You could always go on a weekend and go and learn something else and try a different way of life and you know see different different things because I think there are a few success stories out there. I vaguely remember, I think I saw on Seth Louis' channel, right? There's this um, Michelin star restaurant at Esplanade called Labyrinth, right? It is uh, by Chef Han, which he used to be a banker, right? And what, what he did on the weekends was he went to the restaurants, went to different restaurants to work, and you know he essentially took the effort to shape his life and try a different way of life rather than sit there and wait. So he kept up with his day job and went to try a different thing. And after years, today he runs a Michelin star chef restaurant at Esplanade. And honestly, it doesn't mean that you need to, you know, um, quit your job and find another peak in somewhere else, right? Or you don't need to be a Michelin star chef, lah, essentially. But the idea is that when you go and explore, when you go and see, that is the time when you can actually find a life you love. Let, let me just put it this way, okay? You cannot build a life you love on things that you don't like. You cannot tell, you cannot build a life, to, you know, based on things that, oh, I don't like this, I don't like this, law. Then, then that is your life. Impossible. You will never enjoy a life. You need to build your life on things that you love. You need to build on li your life on the clarity of what you actually enjoy. So more importantly, I think we need to see retirement as, you know, us trying to transit to something else rather than not doing anything. And to me, that is a much healthier way of retirement. So if you have a certain inkling of what you may enjoy, um, then you know, spend spend more time with it, right? If you think you, maybe I could do be a freelance photographer, you know, or I want to switch over to do more remote work so that I can travel around, you know, so you have certain inkling, then entertain those inklings, right? And if you do not, you just only know that you don't like your current life and you want to switch, then dedicate time and dedicate the effort to explore different things to ultimately find the other life that you can transit towards, you know? And to me, that is healthy retirement rather than, you know, not doing anything. Lah. Which brings me to point number three, that is to enjoy the journey, enjoy the discovery process. 
while we are trying to shape a life we love, while we are trying to manage our finances such that we can optimize ourselves to be able to you know, live the kind of life that we want to, I think a lot of people are in a rush. And when I say that, I'm not saying that you cannot be on the pursuit of the life that you want and, be, and retire into that life. Yeah. But you know, if you're in a rush, more often than not, it's uh, very tainted, lah, very tainted with a lot of problems. So at this point, I want to um, share with you a little story. And I, I share this story with a lot of people. Whenever someone tells me, you know, I want freedom or I want to, um, you know, attain financial independence, I want to be a fire, you know, uh, whatever. A anytime someone tells me something like that, I share, with them, I share with them this story. Okay, and the story goes like that. So today we make our way to the garden, right? This beautiful garden, or let's say botanic garden. We take MRT, then we reach botanic garden, which uh, apparently is a UNESCO site, by the way, guys. So if you have not been to botanic garden, I don't know what you're thinking. Go to botanic garden, okay? That's a great place to be. So at botanic garden, um, I gave you a task, right? Um, can you please go in and search for the most beautiful flower and uh, snap a photo and let me know, okay? So what happens is, very likely you will go in and you will browse around, right? You'll look at the different flowers, you'll look at the different orchids. Uh, they have a very beautiful orchid park, uh, by the way, not sponsored. But anyway, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> so if STB want to sponsor, more than happy. But anyway, okay, back to the story. Uh. So I, I give you a task to go in to find the most beautiful flower, right? So what you do, you go in, you search, you look around, and then uh, maybe after a few steps, you see this very beautiful orchid, right? Purple color, beautiful. And then you'll be like, wow, actually, this is quite a nice flower. And then you admire it and think of it whether you know, is this the most beautiful flower around? And maybe at the point in time you say yes, and then after that you look around the other side and say, oh, hey, there's a beautiful sunflower over the other end, right? And then you walk over and then you look around and you see the beautiful sunflower. Oh, quite nice, right? pretty good. Then after that you walk to the other side and then you see this like morning glory, beautiful blue color flower. Right? I think it's blue color right? anyway. So, and then you'll be like, oh, very nice, beautiful. And then you come out. At the end, you may choose um, a flower and you tell me it's beautiful or you may just tell me that, hey, I, I just saw a beautiful garden. There's just so many beautiful flowers along the way. And now I give you a different task, right? I give you a different task. Go in. I give you a picture I send to your phone. Look for this flower with three red petals and two yellow petals, right? So you go in. Very likely, the chances are you will only be looking at this one flower. You'll be looking at your phone, looking at this picture, trying to find this one flower, Right, and you go in, you will not look at other thing. You will just be browsing very quickly looking for this flower. And at the end, when you come out, you can only give me two answers. Either I found it or I have not. And then when I ask you, have you seen how beautiful the garden is? You say you haven't. In the grand scheme of things, life is a lot more nuanced, a lot more complicated. It is not just a financial challenge. So when I look at it, I think you really got to enjoy the journey. And yeah, the ups and the downs are all a part of your search for early retirement because ultimately you want to find the life you love and retire into it. So yeah, I hope you learned something. Uh, we're going to sum up today with the three healthy early retirement tips. And number one is to bring your expenses to a basic level so that you can you know, essentially uh, build back up and have the fundamental understanding of what you actually enjoy, what you like, and stay nimble on your search to find a life you can retire into. And number two is to explore different ways of life, right? I know you want to, you know, uh, you don't like this current way of life. You don't like what you're doing now. You want to switch, but you cannot create a life based on what you don't like. You need to create a life based on what you like. So while you are conscious and recognize that you want to switch to a different life, then you should go and explore and try out all these different lives to know that, hey, actually, I like this. I can build my life on this, right? And number three is to enjoy the journey because... 
honestly, life is a lot more than just finance. It is not all about trying to retire early and escape from this rat race, blah, blah, blah. You know, so I think that is the common narrative that's being paddled out there. Uh, I'm not very comfortable with it. I don't like it per se because from someone that have been there, done that, I can really tell you that if you have not sorted out other elements of life, it doesn't matter how much money you have. So while we continue our search to become better in terms of financials, uh, in terms of our personal finance, we want to also be better in terms of shaping the life we love. So I hope you learned something useful today. See ya! Hey! I hope you learned something useful today and truly appreciate that you took time off to better your life with a financial coconut. Knowledge is that much more powerful and interesting when shared, debated and discussed. I hope you would share what you've gained with people you love and I want to hear from you. Give me some questions and help me along with building our community of financially savvy coconuts. I hope together we can fulfill our curious minds and our desire for clarity. Join our community telegram group, reach out to us on Facebook and Instagram. Everything is in the description below. And if you enjoy the podcast and feel you want to keep us growing and stay independent, do buy us a coffee at coffee.com. With that, have a great day ahead. Stay tuned next week. And always remember, personal finance can be chill, clear, and sustainable for all. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Test, test. Okay, guys. Um, hope you enjoyed today's episode. It's a bit... Uh, it, it was actually pretty difficult to put together because it's just so many angles and so many caveats that we didn't um, talk about prior. So, you know, it, it wasn't easy. But yeah, as we go along, we could definitely uh, explore more of early retirement, different concepts of retirement rather than just from the financial angle. Okay? Um, if, you're, if you're interested, definitely let us know on, on our Telegram group. Okay? And for next week, next week, we're going to spend some time with the ladies from the mistress class, which is uh, an initiative created by Marie, which was a guest earlier for our How to Manage Your Finances in a Marriage episode. And they will come on the show to share with us some of the unique financial challenges that women face today. And uh, we have a few... Uh, I, I was actually overwhelmed by a lot of women uh, when we were recording about a lot of ladies. And uh, they are in different fields. So we have... Um, Ms. Evelyn Chu, which is a startup, you know, kind of entrepreneur woman, her young, you know, 20, 30s. Jeanette, which is like, you know, mother, super mom, traveled around the world with the kids and, you know, all those kind of, of course, Marie, which is like the entrepreneur woman, very powerful alpha woman. Uh, so different viewpoints and I think they are doing this whole initiative to promote you know, uh, women women empowerment and try to solve uh, certain problems that are more unique to ladies. So we're, we're getting them on the show to talk about the financial challenges that women face uh, across the board. So if you're a lady or you want to get to know women better, you know, either way, join us next week and we'll, we'll, we'll see you there. Bye.